Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here every week, win, lose, or draw. Talking all things United. This is the United People's Podcast. Yes, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, ladies and gents, wherever you're listening to United People's Podcast. It's me, Sam, it's Bao, it's Alex. We're here with another episode. Man United are back in action. Man United, three points, clean sheet. It doesn't really tell the whole story about that Wolves game. We're going to speak about Wolves and we're going to have an in-depth chat about Mason Greenwood. Um, obviously, Manchester United releasing an official statement with a bit of an update. Uh, it wasn't really an update, but it was a response to the Athletic article that said that Man United were strongly considering bringing uh, Mason Greenwood back. In fact, that the staff had already been told. We're going to speak about all that from all the angles and we're also going to preview the Spurs game. But Bao, you've just been uh, wedding for an entire week. Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, I, my liver is still somewhat recovering. I drank six out of seven days on the trot. Why did, uh, why did, well, my question is what happened to number seven? It was, it, that was like the day off we had in between and I recuperated, I played football. I looked after the kids and it was to kind of get me ready for the last Friday ahead of the, the two big days, which was Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Sunday well, was you had a good big. week. You had a good so, week then, yeah. It was good. Me, I'm, I'm still recovering a lot. I'd go to bed at 10 and I wake up at 7 and I was like, I could throw those kids out the windows to go back to sleep for another three hours. <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't happen. Oh, Alex, man. Alex, man, how are you getting on? Yeah, pretty good. You said we're going to talk about wolves. I'm quite excited by that. I like wolves. Apex predator. Very, uh, oh. very interesting animal. They should reintroduce them to Scotland ASAP, in my opinion. <laughs> so tune in next week when we speak about the reintroduction <laughs> of wolves to the Scottish Highlands. I know it's the question that everybody wants answered. That's mate, let's, let's fish. <laughs> mate, mate, let's jump straight into wolves, right? So we've been waiting, we've been waiting. And let's be honest, it, I mean, we were, we were pretty lucky, right, to get away with three points from that. Weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Pretty lucky. Um, not as bad as people are making out. People are making out like it was a horrendous performance. But we did have twenty shots on goal, and yeah, I mean, no, it was, it was, I swear that was Wolves that had twenty three shots. I think on they goal. had twenty four. I think we had twenty. They had twenty four, something like that. But, okay. but you know, 
ultimately, if it had finished nil-nil, then we wouldn't have had too many complaints, would we? So, uh, look, the, the important thing is getting three points. I think first game of the season is always dodgy. Arsenal sort of were a bit dodgy in the second half of their game and, you know, Spurs and against um, Chelsea Liverpool could have gone anyway. So, three points is uh, the most important. Thing. I look right. There's only one question that we've got to ask at the after that game, right? Was it a penalty? Oh, no. yeah, Shannon over there. Of course <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was Definitely oh, not a penalty. Oh, 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 when do you God. see goalkeepers getting penalised for that? Never. Ever. That would have been the first time in the history of football. Alex, you've got 20 seconds to present your case and then Bao, you've got 20 seconds after, right? Alex, you go first. Well, it's, about, it's a case of what? precedent, isn't it? When have you ever, ever seen a goalkeeper get penalised for that, going up and jumping for the ball and having a collision mid-air? Normally, they get a fucking free kick going going their way, no matter how ridiculous it is. I, th- I mean, if, if football started today, that should be a penalty. But football's been going on for hundreds of years. That's never in the history of the game been given as a penalty against the right, goalkeeper. That's your 20 seconds. He's done, right? That's your 20 seconds, right? Bow, right? you're up. You're saying it, it definitely was a penalty. So he's basing it on a precedent of whether challenges like that get given a penalty or not, or rather than the fact that did Onana get the ball? No. Did Onana go flying into the guy? Yes, he did. It was a foul. Simple daylight. We got we got away with it. If that was on the Stretford end, and that's a wall keeper flying, coming flying out and knocking Mark Stretford out, you're you're putting your kids up for auction, and you're you that you want a penalty for that. <laughs> it's, why, it's am I, why am I auctioning my kids off? What, why would why would I need to do that? No, it's the first thing that came to my head. If it was at the other, if it was at the other end. I'd be screaming for a penalty 100%, the, but the, the, it doesn't change the his... fact. doesn't change the fact that that's never, ever, ever been given in the history of like elite football against the goalkeeper. Never. Before VAR, before VAR, never, ever, ever. Wait, do you know what's really weird about that? Like the, the ref and the VAR official have been taken off Premier League duty this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I mean, come so... on. Like the overreaction of a fucking century. Well, what, was it, what was it Joey was saying in the group early, uh, the other day about how after the City offside goal was allowed what, the Bruno we Rashford thing? yeah we didn't get anything for six months you well are you prepared for that because that's going to happen again Spurs, Spurs are getting a penalty Spurs are getting a penalty this weekend 100% I, I've always been of the opinion it's a bit referees seem just swings around right you'll get them some you'll get some you get you you won't get uh, we were in uproar after the derby we were more, we're more sitting here tongue in cheese like how, how the hell has that been given so you will get them and you'll get some that go the other way that's just part and parcel of it the referees aren't to blame it's the adaptation of VAR and how that is interpreted. It, it's it's coming I, I, I think I, I think that's true. To be fair, like you know full well, there's going to be some points this season where decisions go against us. So it does balance itself out. But um, were there any actual look? We kept we got the three points. Are there any sort of concerns you had from that actual game? Because yeah. the midfield is kind it, of got is overrun. It, is it too early to worry about the midfield? Is it, it you, that's probably like the title of your next video? In it, is it too early to panic about the midfield? Well, I wouldn't say it's panic, but I would say I think it's fair to have concerns about it because of the way we're going to play, right? The, well, the way that Tenar wants us to play with Bruno and Mount playing really aggressive. Casemiro's got to cover a lot of ground on his own and he's not as athletic. I don't think he's got the athleticism to play that sort of role, has he? No. We've got well, no that there. there. Yeah, the issue is if where you want Bruno and Mount being, soon as those Wolves players pick the ball up on the edge of their box, it was literally they... They did like a one, two, and suddenly they're 40, 50 yards of space to run into. As soon as like Martinez got booked, he's like, I'm going to back away now. I can't put a challenge in. I, uh, I really like their number 12. Who, the, guy, the guy who was running through the middle. Is that Cunha? Is that his name? 
Oh, Cunha. Is it Cunha and Lamina? They were having a run of it in the middle, man. Yeah. I mean, that guy is a hashtag athlete. You've got, you got to take it with a pinch of salt, though. Like, you're not going to get many games like that where we are that open. And he's he's got to realise this fast because we're, we're going to be onto another hiding. If he, I, mean, if he I, think, I think a lot of it, like Casemiro, from a positional perspective, he it's like he's spent so long being the piano carrier at Real Madrid that he wants he wants to be the guy that gets involved and like he doesn't want to stay back anymore. It seems like he wants to be involved further up and that's leaving a bit too much space. I think he's... That'll be coming know, from the of, manager though and the coaches. That, like... Yeah, yeah I, suppose, I, I don't think... I'm, I'm not panicking, but you do that in... I suppose we'll see against Spurs. I mean, Spurs aren't exactly that much better. I don't uh, know. But obviously... I mean, are Spurs that much better than Wolves? Yeah, in time? I think they are a lot better than Wolves. That's a hard it, game, mate. Honestly, that's a hard game next weekend. I mean, of course it is. Our, our record away at the top six. We'll speak about that. Yeah, we'll speak we're, about we're that still talking bit. about Wolves, but just just the yeah. sheer like naivety of, of of us in that game, just giving the ball away and then how it all opened up. I think actually the back four did amazingly well to not give up that many clear cut chances, like Varane. Veranda uh, yeah, yeah. and wan in particular were absolutely brilliant. Like last ditch defending, yeah, getting blocks there. in. Martinez looked slow. Do you know what I mean? Like he got exposed quite a few times. I, I was I was concerned with the um, the pace of the passing. You know, it just it just, it, it seemed like cumbersome. It looked it looked like a preseason game. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw that the first half in particular, where for about a good minute, minute and a half at the back, we just kept recycling, and Wolves were like, okay, well, go and play it long. And the, I don't think there was many gaps where Onana could try and play that ball through the, through the need of the eye because he wasn't really getting pressed and there wasn't no space left in the midfield. They were like, okay, fine, start, stand in front. We'll, we'll stay in front of you. So we'll stand behind you, behind the ball. Go and play, do what, what you're going to do. We'll, we'll just sit here. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we'll speak about the Spurs game next and sort of the um, the changes maybe that you would expect to see. But the main conversation, the main topic of this podcast is obviously Mason Greenwood. Um, I don't need to fill you in as to Voldemort can be finally named. Yeah, he can finally be named. Um, look, I don't need to tell you what, what has happened so far, but I'll tell you what's happened in the last... 24 hours. Uh, the Athletic uh, released an article saying that um, senior staff at Manchester United have been told by Richard Arnold that um, Mason Gr- they are planning to reintegrate Mason Greenwood into the first team. Uh, there was no mention of a loan there. It's like straight back into the first team. And within five minutes, Manchester United released a statement basically off the back of that. Adam Crafton's confirmed that, by the way. Now, did you read that thread on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's basically, I, I want to I say a commend uh, Adam Craft and what the Athletic have done there because they forced United's hand. That statement wouldn't have come out. United would still be kind of sitting quietly in the shadows. And that's like, no matter what way you lean on this Greenwood situation and it's split, right? I don't know. I don't know what percentage of split is, but there's an argument. I think everybody will agree that United have handled this fucking abysmally yeah. from a management and decision perspective, right? Do you, yeah. Is that what you both think? Well, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much just uh, classic classic glazers. I mean, in the the last sort of ten, eight, ten years, sort of post Fergie, and then the kind of downfall under the glazers, we've made so many bad decisions, and we've done so many things in a way that's not ne- not 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 befitting the kind of United ethos and United motto, like you know in terms of being football first and focusing on youth and all the Galactico stuff we thought that was bad enough and then obviously the debt and everything but now it's a it's a new low for me um you know the, yeah, the fact they keep I'm testing ashamed, I'll be honest. they keep testing the waters with these little little leaks of the press and and you know they 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 don't seem to have a, a clue what the real match going fans think about this they seem to be taking like social media sentiment and comments on their Twitter Twitter page or whatever or their X page whatever the hell it's called now Mate, it's, 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 it's presumably right Richard Arnold who is the man responsible for making this decision right he's hearing in his in one of his ears he's hearing well he can't fucking play he can't kick a ball for again you've, you've heard that you've seen that but what the me and Bao were speaking about before the pod came on and I'll read it out now in Man United's official statement they released is probably the most telling thing I think was the fact that they mentioned evidence twice now in the first paragraph they said this has been drawn uh, talking about the uh, their their internal investigation this is drawn on extensive evidence and context not in the public domain and then in the final paragraph it said this has been a difficult case for everyone associated with man united and we understand the strong opinions it is provoked based on the partial evidence in the public domain uh, they said that shit twice like united must know something more than what we know and, and that's a question that's a question I want to ask both of you I mean well the Athletic went on to confirm that United had access to police evidence yeah, yeah. or so, something like that um, so th- this is a point I was, I was trying to make to you based on them letting him play on the information available to the public what we know we, we've seen the pic- pictures could be related to anything but we all heard that voice now we all heard yeah. that audio. Yes, the voice note for me. Based on that, there's no there's no reprieve for him in the public eye because he's only he's only ever going to be painted one way. If United know something which paints him in a, a light which is contrary to that audio tape or paints this whole situation in a totally different light, then that okay, the evidence doesn't need doesn't need to be shared, but something concretely which um, describes well what has happened does need to because opposition players opposition fans our own fans this, it's going to be hell for him every single game now, this is not like you could say okay he hasn't been tried in the court of law due to obviously the case being dropped yeah due to i.e. the witness not cooperating and there being further information available what that information is is that are you, they're still back together. They're back mate, mate, that, that, that's, that's my question to you. And I want to ask both of you and Alex as well, obviously. Um, what could that ever, what evidence could there possibly be that would change the public opinion off the back of that voice note? Because if it, right, if that voice note was fake, we'd know about it by now. Right. Well, I, they, I think the they, policy they of the policy they've taken of, of radio silence has been, ill thought out but but it's obviously driven by the legal process right so he's getting advised to say nothing i mean the fact is that there's probably overwhelming evidence that he did what he was accused of doing it's just that the key witness aka in front of a court of law then what do you mean 
if there if there's some such such substantial evidence where they didn't need the witness, there's evidence to corroborate well, but, what he yeah, did but, do. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you've got a voice recording. And you've got someone saying that this yeah. is this was this happened and everything you're hearing in there happened. And you've got and then then the next day the person who's saying that has backed away and actually said, "Listen, I'm not going to get involved anymore." All you've got is a voice recording that any good lawyer can can cast out on whether it's valid or not. Well, uh, he wouldn't have been charged if that was the case. Of course, he would. He would he, he, no, no. He, he, when he was charged, uh, the witness was still involved in the case at that yeah. point in time, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah, right. but the but the radio silence. I mean, with the court of public opinion, radio silence has not has not worked. And he's obviously had to do that because the legal case was so damning against him. That that's the only thing I can think of is that the reason they've not said anything, the reason they've not come out with a you know Mason's a changed man X Y Z and all that shit, hands across America, is because of how damning the case was. And now we're we're, we're a bit too far along the line for him to do it now. I mean, yeah, well, you think you're too far along the line, but. You're hearing if if you had to put a, I know it's kind of a hard thing to do, but if you had to put a percentage on it, how likely do you think it is he actually does return and the Manchester United in the next week or so release a statement confirming it? Like how how likely do you think it is at this point? 70-30. It's it still feels like United are you said it there like testing the waters. They're like gauging the opinion of and the reaction of what's happened yesterday and going. There's no leadership, is there, Bow? Like. Where's the where's the decision maker? Where's you know where's the person who's going to say this is our club, this is how we run things, and this is this is not acceptable for us? Like, it's just not there anymore. I mean, like with this with this potential time frame where they said it was going to be released on the fourth of August, and then due to like they said it wasn't a consultation with all the key stakeholders, i.e., the women's team, the fans forum, etc. It's more just to tell them of their findings this is the reasons behind why we have come to this decision they always knew that i.e the women's world cup was coming in three four of their senior players were going to be at the tournament should they, got they England could have to them for any, any point in the last six months that yeah. was such a weird fucking story that was so really it's, weird it's, i mean ultimately it's how long's a piece of string in terms of this with with an investigation like this and with it limited information being available in the public um, and her right to anonymity um, it's it's a very very difficult thing for, for them to to look at isn't it look, I, I think I would disagree in the idea that it's difficult because I think it's a very easy decision I think it's a very simple decision that Manchester United should make Like I, I understand that Mason deserves uh, rehabilitation he deserves help I'm not saying that he should be cast into the shadows and forgotten about, but I don't think he should ever kick a ball at our club again. And that's something I'm I'm firm on. I don't really know any sort of evidence that can change my opinion yeah. on that. I mean, but I think a very well-known uh, radio host this week was saying that he shouldn't be allowed to work again, and like that's a ridiculous I mean, position on, to take. The guy, the guy deserves to move on with his life. You know, we've got a legal system for a reason, a justice system for a reason, but we're Man United. You know, we're that one of the shining lights in world football and he should have been released from his contract within days of that recording coming out. And then they could have dealt with the legal side of it after that. They could have, you know, they could have carried on paying him and pushed for, pushed for reprisals if they'd found that he was in breach of contract, whatever, but he should have been cut straight away and we should have held that moral, moral high ground. Well, well, the sus- well they suspended him immediately. We tra- yeah, so but with, but what, what, that, what, just, what that just leaves the door open th- to return though. 
Yeah, but there's not much you can do when there hasn't been a legal trial in place. You're just basing it on one piece of audio. Like at that point, when it was released in the public eye, you don't know if that's just somebody put that audio to take together. Is it fake? Is it real? Is it role play? All those all well, potential well, things. Well, let me let me just track backtrack a little bit. In terms of when he was charged, I think that's when you know that there's something afoot. And you know, it, when the audio got released, you don't know for sure if it's him involved or whatever. But it came became clear that it was. And at that point, regardless of any legal outcome, what he did was unacceptable. And we've got a women's team. We've only recently got a women's team at United. Like if for. Not really, kind of, I suppose it is fucking bad. David Goodwillie, right, at Plymouth. He's the one who went to trial, got found guilty, and it was only after that point when he was, I think it was a mutual consent as well that he left Plymouth Argyle. So the idea that Mason would have been just booted out of the club at the point of the audio tape coming out, or even just at the point of being charged, is probably a little bit premature. But we're six months down the line now still from those charges being dropped and we still don't know whether he's a Man United player or not. And I think the question that we've got to ask now and we've got to speak about is we've we've got to talk now for the next five minutes like Mason Greenwood's back, right? What's What repercussions is that going to have on our football club? Because it's going to be fucking significant. I think so anyway. It certainly will for me in terms of how I see my club. Significant and eternal. Like no one will... There'll be people who will who will stop supporting the club because of it. I I think we in that what Alex just said. Yes, based on the information we know today, is the only information we know post their decision. If they if they if they need if they want to reprieve him or paint him in a different light and also keep face because like I said, don't forget United have social responsibility, they've got corporate responsibility to the respo- sponsors um, as mm. well as the internal stakeholders. Mate, you know something I was thinking about this week as well, right? Adidas have just signed a new 10-year deal. Like, surely they would have known what's going on with this. Of course. Surely. Of course. Which, which, which yeah. if that's true, obviously this is this is speculation. This is just a conversation reiterated out in a podcast. Because all we're hearing so far is that Man United haven't made a decision. Yeah. But they made enough decisions to sign a new 10-year bumper, massive deal with Adidas. And surely they wouldn't have done that without... Knowing, or maybe they would have. I don't know. Would have been, I mean, even Adidas statement was like, "Well, hold on, we've got nothing to do with it." That's Man United's decision. Yeah, they did. They did distance themselves from it. To be fair, so but it's um, <sighs> mate, I, I've well, as I was saying, something else has to come out about why he deserves to stay. I think by then, right. then they make then they they're not only putting him 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 in a noose, they're putting themselves in a noose. Um. Do you think Richard Arnold's got to walk after this? Like, no matter no matter what the outcome of this is, do you think Richard Arnold should be walking? For for for, for coming to the conclusion of him staying? No, no, no. I'm not saying for coming to the wrong conclusion. I think it's the handling of the entire situation. Well, they they apparently they got some sort of um, it was an independent commission of some sort, wasn't it? According yeah, to the Athletic, where because yeah. there's employment law comes into it as well. And then you've got the the added kind of background of did were United privy to information of what was going on between the couple prior to these events um, coming to public knowledge. Mate, Greenwood, Greenwood was was a hard case. 
Greenwood was somebody that Manchester United had to look after before any of this sort of came out. Obviously, we know about the uh, Greenwood and uh, Foden situation with England, but there might have been other stuff too. Like we don't, the, we, again, that we're not privy to. Then maybe we'll find out. Mm. I mean, if you look to reading on forums, there was there's instances prior to all this happening where United buried information, took him out the limelight, took him out the squads for a week or two. Mm. Um, so, so because they didn't want certain information becoming uh, apparent and public. And this apparently happens all over football where there's um, a big problem with social drug use, where clubs are working with the FA to kind of hide it and make, make it's, made, it's like It's like Deli Alley with the, 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 the interview we did. We're talking yeah. about the sleeping pills. Yeah. It's like a big pandemic inside football that no one really speaks yeah. about. Yeah. So, so the, 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 there is massive issues here, which I think, like, there's that footballer in Premier League football in North London rumoured to be okay yeah um, um, his name circulated a few times whether it is him or not we don't know but the fact is because there's no nothing in the public eye naming him or there's or there's no evidence kind of there highlighting who isn't what his name is um, he can carry on doing his job I think I think well, people in general sorry just quickly I think people in, say, yeah. people in general really are simple creatures, right? They 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 rely very very heavily on what their eyes and ears tell them, and that's for men in, in pretty much every aspect of life. It's not a very good way of making decisions, but that is a fact. So some of the examples that I've given about American sports where this has happened, and there's been accusations made, but people have been found not guilty or charges dropped or whatever, and have been welcomed back and have been fan heroes. The list is as long as your arm. But there are some cases where there was visual evidence. So there's a guy, an NFL player called Ray Rice, who was caught on a uh, elevator a lift camera, kicking his kicking his wife on the floor. And there was allegations made. And this, and when this came out, that was it. He was cut from the league and never came back, and was would never have been welcomed back. So I think that it's really important to stress that that if if there wasn't this evidence in the public public domain. That more than likely we wouldn't be talking about Greenwood, and he probably would would have you know been on the bench at the weekend. Nothing would have nothing would have happened. Yeah. Nothing would have come of it. Yeah, it, it is. It, that's the thing I, I've said to you a million times. It's that audio tape that keeps replaying in my head, and it's pretty much the it's such a, it's a cornerstone of my mind now that I I don't know what evidence that could come out that could possibly change my mind. I don't I, do, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if, but, you, if you look at Benjamin Mendy, now, was it twelve counts, not guilty in every single one? But nobody yeah, really, but he, nobody he joined really, the team within like three days. But nobody really thinks of him in the public eye as as a victim of of wrongful accusation. It's a case of well, a lot of footballers came out, didn't they? A lot of footballers came out without thinking. Yeah, and... some, yeah, so, yeah. But it, it, it's it's very very easy. I mean, he he was tried in uh, public court, and yeah, it's it's not going to give him those 18 months, two years, or how long it's been of his career back, it's cost him his position at probably the best football club in the world at the moment in terms of um, football potential winning trophies. Steady on, pal. Probably not, he probably not gonna... This is a Man United well, podcast. Mate, they, they, just, they just won the fucking treble. Mm. Oh, oh, I have no memory of that. I have no well, memory of that whatsoever. That, that's got to be a hundred pound fine. Yeah. For the next <laughs> pound that's the new Voldemort bow. <laughs> but in addition to that, it's cost him his 
place in the French national team, which he probably won't ever ever get back into. Mm. So there's obviously massive knock-on effects on what can happen in a... As I said, if they're going to bring him back, in my opinion, the only way they can change the perception, public perception of him, is if they release further information as to what has happened. Whether they can do, do that you, or not, given do, the complexity of the case. Do you think he does an interview? Can he do an interview without further implicating himself? I mean, the ca- the charge has been dropped. There is no case. He can't implicate himself. He can. Uh, uh, I, 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 he I, can. I mean, I mean, He's n- he can. He could. He technically could implicate himself further. Yeah, he could. But that the, I see that happening at some point. Them sitting down on a sofa with fucking what's that guy's name? Dan. What's his name? The guy who did the Nicola Bully interview. What's that fucking guy's name? Dan Walker and a golden retriever at their feet. Like I can see that. <laughs> I can see that happening. And them just holding Dan hands Walker. and looking sad. Dan Walker's holding the bloody baby in his arms. Like honestly, that, I've, I've got horrible nightmares of, of that happening. Uh, yeah, I think it will. I, I, I said it. I was. I went to the pub last night, had a few beers, and then I started tweeting when I was drunk. And I shouldn't have done. Really. Um, I was just like, all I want to do is watch watch somebody kick the ball into a net and celebrate with friends. Now, that's all I want to do. And in these last twelve months. I've had to, I've been called racist, xenophobic. I've had to argue every which way about a potential uh, state takeover. And now we're having to have all these political, not political conversations, like moral and human issues. And it's just, it's, um, I don't know. It's a bit I, exhausting. I, I, I said yesterday, there is selective outrage over what people want to become offended about, though. Like Ronaldo joined us where they, with a with a case hanging over where he had apparently admitted it and had paid the person off, but it no, was it's, a, what, it's what Alex said, man. That, it's, it's, it's not the visceral. That, that, it's not that, real to you because you you you, you know it's easy it's, to no, shrug it it off. Mate, it's the evidence. It, that was that was verbal. That was that was her word against Ronaldo's word. This is an audio yeah. tape. It's the evidence that changes the Mason Greenwood situation. So far, for me anyway. What that, what's it? Do you think there is a massive difference of opinion between online fans and match-going fans over this? I think you just need to look at the replies to any any kind of post. Um, anyone kind of outside of Europe who just faces profiles you see on, on Twitter. Well, what's his name? Starboy? <laughs> bring, oh, bring, Starboy. Bring, bring Starboy back. Um, I don't know. Well, there the, the definitely is. Um, I mean, I was reading, um, you know, you're seeing on Twitter these um, these emails to Richard Arnold, whatever was yeah, tweeting yeah, there, yeah. and one's ahead of a supporters club who was running his family since the 70s. He goes, if you bring him back, then you, re- you remove my family name from your official website as the, the leader of a, uh, an official supporters club. I sometimes think that we group all match-going supporters under the same kind of conditions that, that, that we consider ourselves. So, like, our group and the the sort of fan club groups and, you know, the TRA and the away fans and all that, I think they're pretty unified. I would say, like, 90% of them are against this. 
but you know we had bloody uh old trafford shouting wanker 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 at a pitch invader the other day like when all the rest of us would have just really enjoyed that so like, <laughs> it's not like all match going fans are aligned on this it, i sometimes think we get we get a little bit echo chamber in terms of yeah yeah it's kind know, of a our group point. do you think um do you think united have underestimated the uh the anger towards what this decision might make from from the United fan base, like so not anyone else, and just speaking about from inside the United fan base, do you think they've underestimated how bad that could be? Well, yeah, I think yes, in a way, the yesterday's um, statement could be a bit clever in the sense that we'll say we made a decision based on the infrared evidence available, but we haven't come to a conclusion yet. But let's test the waters. So, if you were to test the, if you were to see the reaction on social media by the vast majority of fans would be like, oh, there's a massive uproar here. Do you, it's do you not though, pal. It's not a mass majority. I think, again, that's that's just us. There, that We really overestimate how big a voice we have as as the kind of match going well, I'll, I'll ask a question i ask you at the start then. Like, what, do you, what do you think the split is between people that want Mason back and don't want Mason back. Match if going people. Fan. If you go, no, if you, no, no, I'm, I'm yeah, talking, I'm well, talking I'm, global, global United tra- fan base. Well, okay, fine. That's very, very hard because of how global we are. But the people, who, people who you'll find at Spurs away in the away end next week will be, or oh, fucking no, it's only a few days away. Jesus Christ, this week's flown by. It'll be ninety-five percent. Every single one of them, pretty much, will be against it. But if you went, if you went online and you posted out an, uh, a tweet from the United account. It might be as much as like seventy five percent supportive of Greenwood, genuinely. But I mean, I always come back to this: football fans are fickle. I'll fast forward. He comes back. You're in the Etihad Stadium, and he scores a thirty yard banger top corner. You're telling me the away is just going to stand there? Mate, no, come on, man! That's I'm, different. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to not celebrate my fucking football club scoring a goal because. It's just going to be a natural reaction, and then you go, "Oh fuck!" It was Mason who scored. Ah, oh, fuck that! Boom! Yeah. It's, not, it's not going to happen. Start of course, of course the, you're going to score. Start doing the angry Poznan. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's an angry Poznan? Just like just, you just sit down no, with, with your ass cheeks out. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Poznan. <laughs> That's something no, very different. Look, if he, comes, if he comes back into the, if he comes back into the the, the squad. You then have to hope that rehabilitation is being taken seriously, right? And you have to you have to then welcome him back in and try and try and create a safe environment for him and for his for his family. Like that's it. Once once he's back, he's back. And I think then you have to sort of slightly change tact a little bit, mate. If if right, okay. If hypothetically he does come back, he is putting himself in one of the fiercest spotlights that will ever be on a footballer ever. Yeah. And rightly so. And fucking right. And that's self that, and that's not do that's you, not me. Do you uh, remember do you remember after the ninety eight World Cup when Beckham was what going to go, was going to away ground and the amount of abuse he was getting? I mean, that's just for someone kicking someone in the World Cup. Like this is a different level because Beckham could ignore that and hold his head high and know that he really didn't do much wrong. Whereas this is gonna just be a constant, you know, source of regret and really bad feeling for for Mason and it, it'll yeah. it'll be the, the, that those first few away games for him will be horrendous first probably for, probably for the rest of his career actually yeah that's mate it's easy money for the rest of his career that that won't ever go away uh but look mate we'll we'll 
we'll, I suppose, come back to this maybe next week after Man United release the statement. I still am of the hope that United say no. We're going to release Mason, but we're going to then be involved in his rehabilitation. And then I think that would be the best decision. But from where, from the point where we know, it looks like he's going to be coming back. But we'll, I suppose we'll speak about it next week. But last... It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Mate, last few minutes of the pod, we've got to speak about Spurs, right? Because you think it's going to be a lot harder than Wolves game, Alex? Yeah. 100%. I mean, we can't uh, we can't be as open as we were against Wolves away at Spurs. We'll get found what out. What was that first game? Was it two all, two all against Brentford, wasn't it? I mean, Bre- Brentford, look, um, I only just saw the, the Sky Sports highlights. Um, but Brentford looked like they had quite a lot of chances in ball and behind. And if you look back at that United-Spurs game at, at, the, um, at White Hart Lane, which we somehow fucking threw away, that was um, the first sixty minutes was probably as good as the United performance you would have seen away from home without yeah, us killing with, without us killing the game off. It was. I was giddy. Uh, um, was that the one with Fred scored? No, Sancho oh, and Rashford, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, towards the end of the season at their ground. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, when Bruno I was, in, hospi- I was to- in hospitality, like celebrating all the goals, <laughs> well, except for when- the first ones. Bruno went clean through at 2 0, and rather than just oh, finishing, he smashed the bar. He did that two weeks in a row, didn't he? Yeah, he did that two weeks in a row. Was that the week in the build up where he looked, you thought he'd broken his fucking foot and then he played 90 minutes twice in like four days? Yes. But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, they're, they're a lot weaker without Harry Kane. Hey, look, right? It's, it's, it should be on paper a good time to play Spurs because they're right at the start of Postacoglu. It, they're still getting used to that system X, Y, Z, right? You think you'd rather play... Yeah. Uh, that didn't work for Wolves. If you're <laughs> going to change anything from the Wolves game, what are you changing? Jaden on the left. Yeah, Jaden Sancho. Nah, man, Jaden through uh, the middle. Jaden through the middle. Yeah, I, I, did, the I did. Yeah, I did like Rashford totally isolated up front. Didn't like playing Mate, there. he hates playing striker. He fucking hates it. <laughs> Everybody was absolutely... I know we, we say how bad the midfield was against uh, Wolves. Our attack, all three of them, Garnacho, Rashford and Anthony, were absolutely garbage. Poop. All of them. Proper poopy stinkers. I want Rashford on the left, Sancho through the middle and Anthony on the right. That's what I want to see. That's what you're, you're going to get that as well. Your wishes will be answered. And then Sancho will oh, get eight goals and assists and Paul <laughs> Matt will be shopping for a Liverpool kit. Oh no, we'll get a nice new one. We'll get Gerard eight on the back. We'll make we'll get the whole shebang. We'll get the whole shebang for him. Matt, you're gonna you're gonna look really good. We'll probably, should we get him a GoPro and make him live stream it as well? Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't know how to work it though. Oh no, he wouldn't. I mean, he's crap at refereeing. You can only just about join the podcast sometimes. Matt, love you. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, what's your predictions then for the Spurs game? I'm gonna go two two nil United. Wow, two, fucking hell. Ooh. All right. Hello, uh one two United. Oh, look at you saying the home score first. Well, you know, pro, aren't I? <laughs> Done this before. <laughs> well, well, it's not your first rodeo. I'm going one all. Yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning, but I thought I'll I'll keep the positivity going. 
Sorry, I'm going one, two. How about that? Hey, go on, people. How about that? Sancho coming in with two. Is is anyone going? Uh, no, I didn't get it. I didn't get it in the ballot. The Did anybody ballot. get in the ballot? No. I'm Are you still looking for one ball? No, I can't, mate. I can't call it this weekend, mate. We've got too much on. What, what have you done wrong, Bal? What have you done uh, wrong? N- nothing is like... Six out of seven days, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. He's getting punished so... for not... He's, being, he's getting punished for pussying out on the, on the seventh of seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my own, if, that was God, my own if choice. If God had done that in uh, Genesis, we wouldn't be here, would we? Fucking rest day on the wow, sixth this day. Is like... So next week you can tune in to speak about Wolves getting rehabilitated in Scotland. Not rehabilitated, We're then going to speak about the of the world. Is the world flat next week? Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, mate, don't don't tempt me. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I imagine if you like, do you reckon there's some like podcast algorithm where as soon as you say fucking is the is the earth flat, you just don't go on any fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we can get into Q and on and stuff. It'll be uh, it'll be fun. <laughs> hey, look, I'm glad we can end on a little bit of a laugh because I'll be honest, the majority of that conversation was grim, uh, and it is grim, and I don't think it's going to get any better. I think it's going to get worse because I think he will come back and I don't want it to happen but <sighs> let's find out next week um, thanks for tuning in I hope you enjoyed the podcast I, I actually really liked the episode what do you reckon I thought it was a good one yeah you enjoy yourself are we still rolling are we still live yeah we are still rolling we're not live but are we still recording no we are live I'm no I didn't enjoy, enjoy it Sam it was horrible seeing you well well that's in why luckily York. I can't see you because I made you turn your yeah. camera off because you've got <laughs> the internet in the garden but look <laughs> we'll be back after the first game alright um, take care speak soon this is a United People's TV and listening dog media production Sports Social Podcast Network hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus